Welcome to The Ron Show for Thursday, December 1st. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 2022. Yeah, it's December 1st, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts. Thanks for listening to The Ron Show on the America One Radio app and at americaoneradio.com. So here we are with the next to last day for early voting. It seems kind of crazy that we're at that point, right? Because we had to fight just to get Saturday and only some counties did that. Uh, We did have some Sunday early voting and now here we are in the fourth day of the mandated five-day early voting. I'm sitting here looking at wait times in Fulton County, and it's obscene uh, how long some of the wait times are. Uh, East Roswell Library is looking at an hour and 15 minutes, 90 minutes at the uh, Dorothy Benson Senior Center in Sandy Springs, trying to find something. Uh, Alpharetta Library at 72 minutes. Buckhead Library is at 60 minutes. The uh, South Fulton Library, the Gladys Denard Library, showing 60 minutes. The Fulton County Government Center, you would think that would be the one, you know, most well-staffed and, uh, no, 60 minutes there as well. Let's see, we mentioned uh, East Roswell, East Point Library is at 60 minutes. Uh, There's some others. Oh, you know what? The Ponce Library, I voted at, 80 minutes. An hour 10 at the Metropolitan Library on Metropolitan Parkway, 75 minutes in Milton. I'm looking for some good spots. Now, oh, look at here, two hours at the Northeast Spruill Oak Center up in Johns Creek. Two hours at the Northwest Library at Scott's Crossing on uh, Perry Boulevard. It's insane. The better times we're seeing here, how about the Palmetto Library? Way down in Southwest Fulton County, Palmetto Georgia, the location there. Uh, okay, under 45 minutes at the Roswell Library. That's encouraging. The Southwest Art Center in South Fulton shows 20-minute wait. 10-minute at the Welcome All Recreation Center in South Fulton. South Fulton's got it going on. That's that's where to go if you're going to get this early voting thing in. Now, when I go looking throughout the rest of Metro Atlanta, we're still seeing some uh, long wait times. A couple of spots in Clayton County at the Elections and Registrations Office. Ironically, 75 minutes there. Uh, nearly two hours at the South Clayton Recreation Center. Uh, 45 minutes at the Morrow Municipal Complex. Looks like you can walk in and out if you go to the Forest Park Senior Center. Center. The Virginia Gray Rec Center in Fayetteville is under 15 minutes as well. So it's hit or miss in Clayton County. Uh, moving on up to Cobb County. It looks like all these wait times are actually pretty decent for Cobb County. Nothing egregious to report there. Uh, Gwinnett, we're seeing some heightened times, 90 minutes at the George Pierce Community uh, Recreation Center in Suwannee. Uh, Everything else at or below an hour there. Uh, Lenora Park Gym in Snellville is at an hour. Lawrenceville's uh, Gwinnett Voter Registration's Office, that's at an hour as well. Moving on over to DeKalb, we've got... uh, only one spot in DeKalb County that's showing uh, a 60-minute or greater wait time. That would be at Emory University. I don't think that's by – that's not coincidental. I'm telling you this university stuff is by design. Uh, the Briarwood Rec Center is at 60 minutes. Uh, let's see. The uh, Tucker Reed Kofor Library is at 40. So it looks like uh, DeKalb's doing a little bit better. Again, Fulton County just plagued. We have uh, 10 of the 14 spots that you can vote in Fulton County showing wait times longer than an hour. And now we're starting to see a little bit of the back and forth as to who to blame for these long wait times. Did I mention this yesterday? I think I did, where uh, the 
CEO of the Secretary of State, Gabriel Sterling. In fact, I, I, I almost, I, I took him at his word and said, you know what, there's some validity to what he's saying in that the wait times, there is a factor involved when you look at staffing and availability of staffing and locations, et cetera, and so on. That is true. Absolutely true. I said that yesterday. He's right. But then as I'm reading more about the long wait times and how much they're so much concentric to Fulton County and Atlanta in particular and Metro Atlanta in general, I thought to myself, no, no, this is not an accident. This is by design. And I started digging deeper and damn it, this is specifically a design, a function of SB202. As Dr. Michelle Al pointed out on a tweet from her Al for Georgia, that's A-U for G-A, she writes, with SB202, early in-person voting was condensed from three weeks down to one week. We've thus had record high daily turnout and hours-long waits at many locations. Our GOP friends, insisting that this high compressed turnout proves that due to SB202, more people can easily vote. And then she shows this cartoon that shows a girl looking at two glasses of water, same-sized glasses, water line on both at the exact same point. And then in the second frame, the girl's looking at someone pouring one of those glasses of water into a thinner but taller glass. And then in the third frame, she's pointing at the taller glass. It's the same amount of water. It's just that it's in a taller tube-like glass. Just share that for you if you want to see that on Twitter. That would be Ron Show ATL if you'd like to share that yourself. I said this yesterday, and I will continue to insist that in order for government to function in this country, we have to work around Republican obstacles. Literally, have to work around GOP-made obstacles. It's just ironic that we're watching as Carrie Lake in Arizona continues to complain about her voters having to wait in long lines in order to vote. Well, that state's been run by Republicans most of my, all of my life that I can think of. I, don't, I can't think of the last time. It's been decades since Democrats really controlled that state. And here in Georgia, we're dealing with these long lines in heavily populated counties, in particular Fulton County being the most populous with its 14 locations. And Republicans are telling you, up. Oh, hey, the the county's not opening enough centers up for you. They don't have enough machines for you. However, SB202, by the way, doesn't really even allow for flexibility when it comes to addressing shortcomings of staffing or machinery. That's right. They have banned counties from seeking outside donations that could fund the extra resources needed to shorten lines. I'm reading directly from SB202, section 9. No superintendent shall take or accept any funding, grants, or gifts from any source other than from the governing authority of the county or municipality, the state of Georgia, or the federal government. And by the way, that includes Mercedes-Benz Stadium, State Farm Arena. There were 300 voting machines, I believe it was in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, back in 2020. That's right, they used... State Farm Arena in Mercedes-Benz Stadium for early voting, and it was a brief. In fact, we were checked in to early vote in State Farm Arena. Was it early vote? Yeah, it was early voting. We were checked in by the then head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. Literally, he's there standing at line letting us know when we could go to the next table. 
they gave us, you know, we didn't go for the free stuff, but they, they gave us Hawks face masks and Falcons face masks at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, uh, Atlanta United face mask as well. They really had that well handled. SB202 says, nah, nah, that's illegal. Can't do that. Because the venues and the staffing were donated by the NBA, by the Atlanta Hawks organization, by the Arthur Blank, uh, uh, you know, the, the Falcons and Atlanta United organization. Yeah, those donations, they're not allowed anymore, thanks to SB202. That was an immense benefit, especially in a pandemic, to have these huge venues for folks to socially distance and stand six feet apart in line waiting to vote. I mean, we don't necessarily need that now. But man, wouldn't one spot with 300 voting machines and one central check-in spot be fantastic right about now? Even better, think about it this way. There's only one major city in the state. So, of course, Atlanta and Fulton County directly benefited from that more than any other county or city or jurisdiction could. But Fulton County is the most populous county in the state. Think about it this way. The mobile voting buses that Fulton County rolled out in 2020, those are also not legal now, thanks to SB202. I don't really understand what the problem was with them, but they're not allowed. Would it be nice if you were standing in line and you've been in line for 45 minutes approaching 60 minutes, and then you saw a mobile bus full of voting machines pull up to give that center a little bit of relief before heading to another polling center to give that place some relief? Not allowed, thanks to SB202. But to hear our Republican colleagues talk, SB202 was not a voter suppression bill. No, sorry, not here, not letting them get away with that. And you know what? I'm mad at myself for even briefly yesterday listening to or reading Gabriel Sterling's tweet and thinking for just a split second, well, he does have a point. No, no, he doesn't. Bad Ron, bad, bad Ron. No, 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 telling myself. This just epitomizes, actually, encapsulates what it's like to live in a city like Atlanta and be faced with the shortcomings that come with living in the city of Atlanta. You know, the traffic. That's a great example right there. The traffic is terrible in Atlanta, right? Man, if only we had other ways to get around Metro Atlanta, like mass transit. Oh, that's right. Conservatives continue to stonewall mass transit expansion. Well, okay, we're just stuck on these interstates that can only get as wide as they can get. The city maintain roads and bridges. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if the city would, you know, take care of all the potholes and cracks and crevices in the streets? Well, sure, but we're not the only ones, us city residents, who are driving on those roads. But we're the only ones getting taxed to take care of those roads. Aha. Republican ideology makes responsible governance impossible to achieve as long as they're still in the game. That's the story. More Ron Show after this on the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. Incidentally, for those who don't know, my full-time job is that I am a realtor, a real estate agent with eXp Realty. And you can dive right into the latest listings, get your home value checked out, check out open houses by visiting me at rononthereal.com. Even share some uh, blog posts that has me focusing in on the real estate industry and trends. Obviously, interest rates are climbing right now, which has a lot of folks thinking, oh, that means the market's going to go south. Atlanta's Atlanta's a different animal. Money Magazine actually says that Atlanta is the number one place to live, the best place to live in the United States. And by 2040, there will be two and a half million more of us living in Metro Atlanta. There's like six million now. That's a big chunk of people coming in the next 18 years. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, 18 years, that's, that's a long way from now. Do you know it was 18 years ago we were all jamming in the club to a new song called Yeah by Usher? 
Little John and Ludacris? Yeah. <laughs> Not all that long ago, right? Life moves pretty fast. Ferris Bueller, thank you. Currently, we are seeing mortgage interest rates at or above 7%. That's a far cry from the below 3% figures we were enjoying the last two years, but they're not all that different than what they were in 2004, 18 years ago. And by 2040, if you pull the trigger on a home purchase or a rental income investment property today, you'd be either done with it if you chose a 15-year mortgage or more than halfway through a 30-year note with equity growing by the year in a local housing market needing space for two and a half million more people by 2040. What I'm saying is what you buy now is likely going to be wildly more valuable in 2040 or even 2030. It really is good to be number one, especially if you own your own home or a rental income property or both in Metro Atlanta. Hit me up, Ron at rononthereal.com, 843-283-0078, Georgia MLS 396-720.